It's all new. It's all live. It's pranks and fuh. What, what? What voice is that? Oh, I. Th- oh, I thought you were gonna do some drumming, like an intro drum. Uh, no, but uh, take my wife. Please, I fucked that what? up. Yeah, I know. How? What was that voice? You sounded like that. Sounded like eighties Saturday morning. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was going for. You were on an eighties, uh, famously, famously on an eighties Saturday morning TV show, weren't you? I was Motormouth. Motormouth two. Motormouth. Oh, speaking of two, I see everyone's rapping on about the coming to America. Oh, I've not seen it. Have you seen it? No. Did you enjoy the first one? Probably did back then. Yeah, the sexual tr- the, the sexual chocolate yeah. was funny, wasn't it? The singer, the, yeah. that was. I think yeah, I remember that funny. being funny. But the film, that not so much. Funny. I can't remember the film so much. I think it was funny. I remember enjoying it, but I think the second one's going to be dog shit. Yeah, I hope probably. so. How about this? Um, I'm going to give you some eighties. Not gone. I don't think he's a great guy, is he, old Eddie Murphy? But you so um, trans. Why are you so transphobic? He bummed the tranny. So what? Oh. Oh no! I think that was good that he did that. Didn't he say he was giving her them a lift home? Yeah. Oh, there's someone screaming outside my flat. Uh, Didn't he have a child with? Mel B and just deny any knowledge of it, even though. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan Harvey. Jordan's his son. No, no, you've got that. No. You sure? No. You've con- yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got confused. That's 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 Jordan. Yeah, the Jordan. This Harvey Jordan. No, it's Dwight York. Isn't that's it? Dwight yeah, York. Hey, so I'm going to give you some references. Yeah, Dwight York wasn't in Coming to America. He was. I'm going to give yes. Les Ferdinand smashed up the Blue Peter Garden. Well, that is. Not true, but that is a rumour, isn't it? Well, it doesn't matter if it is or isn't true. It's, it's too good to not be uh, perpetuate. It's a weird one, isn't it? It's one of those weird It just sounds like it's true, believe. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's just the right level of... You have that thing where it's like the level of celebrity versus the uh, specificity of the crime. Yeah. That's what makes it sound Poor true. Poor old Percy Thrower went to his grave never knowing who it was, though. I don't think it matters, though. That's the weird... Is this still Blue Peter? Is that still a show? I always found that was for the posh kids. That was the ultimate snob or scum. If you uh, were absolutely... F- I was in a foul mood. Because I never... I'm one of these people, and I'm still like it now. I'm terrible with... I'm good with directions, but not with time. I never know what day of the week it is, what month it is. I struggle to remember what year it is. It goes is. with not having a job for tw- for 15 years, I guess. No, but even when I was young, like, you know, like everyone else just seemed to know what they were doing. Like, honestly, yeah. I'd be like, what, what? they'd be like, oh, we've got double art next. And I'd be like, how the fuck do you know that without looking it up? Because... Yeah, no, that's me. I've, we've discussed yeah, this Yeah, I never knew what my, I'm doing. It's my absolute terror. And I always, in my entire life, I've honestly felt like I've been away for two weeks and everyone else has been told something that I didn't to know. To use an old comedy uh, cliche, we never got the memo, did we? I always felt like everyone else was I, privy to information. I don't know how they got it. I still dream about it. I still dream about it now. I still have dreams where everyone goes, right, double science next. And I go, well, I didn't know that. And I don't know where that is, what classroom it is, what teacher we've got. 
I don't know. I have had. It's mad, isn't I it? I have had this dream, and I'm going to be honest here. I reckon I've had it 40 times, this similar dream. And it's an anxiety yeah. dream. And it's that I yeah. haven't finished sixth form. Yeah. And they just, I just keep getting this thing where, and I'm not very good at remembering dreams, and for good reason, because I think normally they're as dull as shit. And people that talk about dreams are dull as shit. But this one's really odd. Yeah. Like, it's always like they contact me, like, now yeah, and go... this one's different. Yeah, this one's me. me. I'm the centre of this one. But they always contact me and go, do you know you never actually graduated? You were still outstanding this coursework, and I've got to go back. And it's more about the yeah, admin I of it. I have that dream. It's, it's more just like I've left all these things... Because I'm, I'm a very lazy... Uh, I'm a procrastinator. Uh, I defer and I delegate to no one. That's Sometimes the thing, isn't in it? in that dream... Yeah. <laughs> delegate it to another no to delegate it tomorrow. to the tomorrow me and never do it I mean, yeah, that so is it. yeah we're so similar in that we are so similar I just I mean I, I genuinely exactly am a stick my head in the sand fingers in the ears la 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 this isn't happening yep. in hope and I honestly th- I, I, I think and make it build I think I think make it build I think if if we was in 2003 more in the height of the terrorism years and <clears throat> a Middle Eastern chap. Well, give it a, give it six months. Yeah, well, a, mid, a Middle Eastern chap jumped in my bedroom with an AK-47 and pointed at my face. I would just close my eyes and then open them, expect them not to be there, knowing that I can't. Yeah, you know. we've discussed this before. When you've got to tell someone some bad news or um, yeah, like we're talking about, let's talk about gigs in particular. So if you can't do a gig. Or, or I've booked you, a gig and it's been cancelled. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you've booked a gig that's been cancelled and you know you've got to tell that guy and he's on 400 quid for the gig and it's three weeks away and you know he's going to be pissed off, but you need to tell him. And what you do is you tell him two days before and he's really yeah, pissed off. God, I'm such a wiener. Yeah, but it's not you, it's me and you. Yeah, but I don't want to be the it's same as you, me. Ash. No, I know, but it's just our makeup. But yeah, I have that dream. I have that dream a lot, and I. But sometimes I manage to catch it in the dream where I think to myself, "Oh, but I'm. I don't need to do it anymore. I'll just. I'll carry on as it's I so am." It's so strange. It doesn't I've matter. Done, I'll just cope. I've done three, four, actually four. But sometimes I'm back at school. Yeah, well, sometimes I think sometimes I, I have to go back. That's the thing. It's like national subscription. I have to do it. Yeah. But I've been drafted back to sixth form. Yeah. But I don't know why it's always sixth form. I never think about. I've got GCSEs. I think I'm bra- brag. Mine, I think, might be. Mine might be GCSE. Well, I think it is. It is probably the qualification is sixth form. But in my mind, I, I'm always back at school. I think, I think it's it because it's more plausible dream that you could be at you can be a, a mature student and do A levels. I think that's why they'll probably that's probably why my subconscious picks that. That is the lowest closest to that's the that is the lowest qualification it is plausible an adult would do. Do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't go back to yeah. school. School. It's horrible. It's a fucking. And I, the, Does everyone feel like it? Well, I asked them. I'll tell you what well, else. Does everyone have that feeling of non? Completion. Like disconnection. It's a non-completion. Well, yeah, and it's this that, distant I... thing, this just thing that... And I've let it fester and fester and fester and ignored it for so long. And then all of a sudden it's like, if you don't do it in the next two weeks, you'll never get your A-levels. It's like, it doesn't matter. But in my dream, it does. But I also have my, my, yeah. my, my other common anxiety dream involves punching people. And it just having no effect whatsoever. 
Yeah. And I'm just same here. Swinging, exactly the same. Like here. sprinting and running at them, and it's almost like a little feather bouncing off their cheek. Yeah. Is that an impotence thing? Same thing. Yes, you're, you're, you're impotent. No, I don't mean sexually exactly impotent. The same I mean thing. impotent. You know, like yeah, it is. No, 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 it is an impotence thing, sexual impotence. And what about teeth falling out? Um, I have exactly the same thing. It's like, why have I hit that person? It has not affected them in any way. And I I think I'm a weakling, but I know that if I hit someone, you'd... They'd oh, feel yeah, I've got to hit someone hard for them to feel it. But yeah, in my, and in my dream, I'm always real cocky, and you wait, this is going to be a good one. And I'm like... And it's just it's yeah. such a frustration... Yeah. What I have to, you probably don't have this because rugby may be a different sport. But when I dream about football, and I had this recently, a ball is played, I'm played in, like through on goal, and the ball is constantly getting away from yeah. me. Like I'm like, oh, if I could just get yeah. this under control, like I, I could score, but I don't. And it's like, oh, it's just a way. Why? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I was less rubbish, I'd be in. Do you think Gaza missing that open goal against Germany? When he did that, basically, didn't he? He, he? he lurched out and stretched his to toe poke it in the net and missed it by a millimetre. Yeah. Do you think that that... I yeah. mean, that is... Basically, that is the reality of that dream you've had on the biggest stage. Actually contributed to fucking yes. his nut up. Oh, in mine, the ball is running away from me and I'm just too shit to get it well, That's sort of what he did, really. though, wasn't it's it? like anyone else That's sort of what to. he did. Well, it was like they can yeah, see. Then you could see he was at full stretch and lunged in, and he just couldn't reach. I mean, that would must fuck your head up. Well, it certainly did him. Didn't well, I don't. It? They reckon that he. Had a... I, I don't know if sport professional sports people. I think are built slightly differently to compartmentalise those. Well, it becomes your job, doesn't it? Because yeah, because in a game you can't like you know. If you have a miss like that, you have to then be able to score the next chance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He Otherwise, wasn't that guy, Ash, because when he got the second yellow, you know, in the in the knockout in the in the ninety ninety, wasn't it? He started crying yeah. before that. He wasn't that guy that he couldn't put it out of his mind. He wasn't mentally strong. So you think yeah, him missing true. that goal? Him missing that goal? That he must live that. What Drug you're talking about? Drug and drink abuse. Yeah. But he was always that person as well. Like it's a weird time. Like he could never even be a footballer nowadays because he he drank too much even then. He ate too much. He was a little then. bit chubby, you wasn't he? I mean? he by was today's standards, incredibly massively talented footballer. Yeah. But his lifestyle just couldn't happen now. And we've said because they're now Olympic athletes. Yeah, we've said it before, haven't we? That they're the ones I gravitate towards. The God-given talent versus I don't like the scholar, I don't like the Beckhams, I didn't like that, oh, he was the first one on the training pitch and the last one to leave, he'd, he'd hit 150 dead balls before he left. I don't like that guy. I like the, I like the uh, you know, Matt Letizia's. I like people like that. But I still think those people probably put the effort nah, in. Nah, not the but same. Just, like Matt Letizia was probably down the park, but the difference is he probably had a beaten up old football and he was down the local wreck. Yeah, you like knocking you, it around in muddy puddles. There is there is a thing about you want the I don't underdog. Think you get that good by not constantly. No, playing. but he wasn't like what I'm saying. He, you could tell he, he wasn't a big trainer, was he? You could tell he wasn't. No, you know, he, no. but he was just. But I mean, just he made the ball work for him by probably and, constantly having one with him. They talk about Cristiano Ronaldo would dribble a ball to school and then dribble the ball back home from school. That is that kind of thing that makes you the world's best. I'd have bullied him. It's that thing of everything I do is. Is this involves me in this ball? Yeah, yeah. That's what they say the Marines do. The American Marines, you know, they sort of swing their guns around. 
you know when they sort of like they do sort of flamboyant almost like majorette-esque routines with their rifles oh yeah i've seen they, that. That's, yeah, do you know yeah, where yeah. they do that is it just to become completely at ease with the weapon? You never drop your gun. You just never drop your gun. You do all these dangerous spin. You think about it. If you spin it and twirl it around and behind your head and throw it, like they dropping your weapon's terrible. You have to cal- You know, you, you never drop your gun because all the sights and everything uh, go out and everything. Yeah. And, and it can discharge if you drop it. But like they, so they just because dropping your gun's so bad, they make this point of doing all these precarious. So when you're doing all that and don't drop your gun and master that and every day holding it, you're never going to drop it, right? I mean, I like it. That, that's what it's it good. is. I think that's what it is. That's some, something I didn't know. Oh, you just said, oh, God. It's one of those. You've just ruined it by going, that's what it is. I think that's yeah, what it that's is. It's me. It probably isn't that, is it? Let's face it. Yeah, but I really thought it was that. Yeah, then let it be that. No, I don't think it is it at all. But, no, but, but just you think it is that now, and then it's done. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, but you just talked me out of it by going, that's what well, it is. I think that's what it talk is. Talk yourself back into it. I do not offer guarantees of any of my shit. I don't. You don't get a certificate of authenticity. It's so frustrating, Justin, because I go, I basically think that, and I go, oh, that's a really good little bit of knowledge I've just picked up there. I think that's really interesting. I will pass that on. And then yeah. you go, that is what it is. And I go, well, that's it confirmed. You go, yeah, I think that's what it yeah, is. And I go, oh, he's matter. just thought that up as he said you it. You can still pass it on and believe it. Was it? I, don't, I pass Those it on, words. I don't know. I tell you what, your thoughts, right, your thoughts and opinions are the freshest thoughts and opinions of anyone I've ever met because they literally form uh, as the lips of your face mouth the words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Those yeah. thoughts and opinions are as fresh as the tips of your lips. What's better than starting a sentence you don't know how it's going to end? And then at the end of it, but then you, you end up being a, like, a liar, I suppose, but that's the, the downside. <laughs> but I do always give the caveat, I do always sort of admit it. But it was the fun, you don't say. Yeah, you do, but you give. Now the trouble is that it's become a subtle um, admitting it by going, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Okay, here's the truth. Here's the behind the peek behind the You're curtain. like a murderer who leaves a little clue behind. Oh, you know, all the clever ones leave a little clue behind from watching. <laughs> I'll try, I watched Seven with my kids the other week because they love horror films. And I was like, you've got to watch Seven. Did they enjoy it? It's a bit boring, wasn't it? I, I, I remember it being amazing, it like, not amazing, because it's like a yeah. bit... Not trash. It was a bit cut above your usual trash. But the ending was good. It was clever. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, like, you watch it, there's so had, much a of lot it of was just... at the top of their game. Yeah, but well. so much of it was just, like, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, like, just all normal, mundane stuff. I forgot all that side of it. Films are rubbish. All films are rubbish. Oh, I watched a good one. I watched a Manhattan Murder Mystery today, Woody Allen. That was quite good. I enjoyed it, actually. I enjoyed that film. Manhattan with with Woody Allen and Diane Keaton. You, well, you like Woody Allen a lot. You don't like his filmmaking. No, you yeah, like his... Here's the thing about me, Ash. Here's the thing about me. And the peek behind the curtain. I. What curtain is it? Shower curtain. No, the the, the, the uh, Wizard of Oz, Oz's curtain. He's like a little photo booth, wasn't he? Trying to get his... oh, well. that poor old boy oh, trying to get his passport That's where that photo taken. Comes from. You what, mate? <laughs> And then there's his women. That's where that expression comes from, isn't yeah, it? People, yeah, mustn't, yeah, yeah, that's where that comes from. I think. I think that's where that comes from. No, it definitely is, because I just decided it is. But here is a peek behind. I'm the, I'm the wizard of dross. This is my thing. I don't 
necessarily think that. Here we go, listener. You can hear the the. You can hear it literally forming as he says it. Listen, listen closely. I'm going to contradict what I said the other episode, where I said I'm all about the truth. I don't. Th- I think. I don't think there is a, such a thing <laughs> as the truth. You don't even know if you do. I it don't thinking. think that I don't. Ex- that I don't think that it not doesn't exist. That there is a truth. I don't think there is a truth. I think truth is. I think because people would look at science and go, well, scientifically. We know through science that the sun is a big ball of gas at the centre of the solar system. But 400 years ago, the same branch of uh, yeah. would say that it, the opposite. The same scientists. The same scientists because they prolonged themselves with their, their serums and elixirs of eternal youth. But So there is no truth. There's a current truth. There's what you believe to be the truth is the truth. So I don't enjoy facts. What I, Well, I, I do, but I like making them up. I generate things. Like I have seen the Marines spinning their guns around like a little, little, like a little majorette, and in my head I've gone, "Why are they doing that?" Oh, I get it. It's to be completely so masterful over handling of your weapon. You would never drop it in normal circumstances. And I, then the and I totally bought in. And it. so have I. I actually think that's the truth. When I say I think, I mean that's what I think they do it for. That's my truth. But I don't know why they do it. They might know. There's certain things you don't know why people do things. You know? They're... You know what? You'd be a good judge. Yes, exactly. That's what I want to be. I'd be very good at that sort of I should have a, a judging show. I'm very judgy. I do like to judge people. What's better than slagging someone off? You tell no, me one better that. thing than that. Um, behind their backs? No, it don't matter. Nowadays, you can do it. it you, Does it not? You can do it nowadays online, anonymous. I've got all sorts of accounts set up. You look at the YouTube. You look at YouTube comments. You look at our Discord. People love slagging things off. But it's true. It's, Get over on the Discord if you want. No, I don't like it in there. Not yet. No, not I'm not yet. going in there anymore. It upsets me. I go in there and it just makes me feel uh, sad and and unappreciated. I'm feeling seriously unappreciated right now. New character. Hugo. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Hugo. Uh, look, I'm seriously, I'm feeling seriously unappreciated right now, okay? He's gone. I don't know what he does for a living. He, from? Yeah? he works. You know, I um, I used to work in a bank and I worked with a guy who, an Etonian, and his name was Robert Tuke. Oh, when cut he that turned out, out. He said, oh, my name's... What? You can't put his full no, name no, no, in there. Fine. Unless he's dead. His name was Robert Tuke, yeah. and when he turned up day one, he said that, uh, my name's Robert Tuke, but you can call me the Duke. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I could do that, Robert. Probably not going to. I think I'm going to go with cunt, Probably if that's all the same gonna. with you. <laughs> Robert the Duke Tuke. So he had these uh, he had these cufflinks. We went to the bar one Friday, to the pub one Friday. Bloody and, uh, lad. taking his cufflinks off. And rolled his sleeves up, um, and then at the end of the drink, he was taking his sleeves back down, and he dropped his cufflink on the floor. And I thought he dropped a coin, so I stamped on it and just smashed it. <laughs> what the bloody hell, Ash? What the <laughs> bloody so... hell? Hey, I'll tell you a story about a posh. He, he constantly picking his nose. You know, really posh people when they're disgusted. Yeah, 
He was constantly picking like, his Like, they'll mouth. let one go. Just go, excuse me. And they'll go, like, you'll be talking to one, they'll just go, like, excuse me. And that's it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Have you noticed the things like that? Yeah. I might have made yeah. that up. That's never happened. Hey, so anyway, this is the thing. No, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They're just sort of very, like, bodily functions are not in the slightest bit funny. So Because they don't find them funny, they also don't find them gross. They're a bit matter-of-fact about... They're actually hard, aren't they? This is the thing that I've begrudgingly uh, uh, come to realise over my advance in years. And I don't want to believe it. They're actually the hardest people. They're tough, aren't they? Like, you know, they will go through extreme tragedy yeah. and hardships and they just take it. They... Oh, that in that regard, yeah, 100%, yeah. Uh, although, I heard a bloke... I went to a funeral this week and I heard a quite a posh man talking to someone else and he was talking about the royal family i don't know how it got to that subject but he said um he went oh you know there's a lot of people who don't like the royals but i'd still take a, a bullet for any one of those royals people think i'm mad yeah i think you're mad I like, yeah i think you i think you're absolutely mad mate i don't know if i take a bullet for my kids but that <laughs> i don't know that i would it's the sort of thing that everyone knows they've know. got all right let's get let's get to the real nitty-gritty let's get to the truth that that doesn't exist that is the sort of thing everyone knows you're supposed to say it. Everyone knows you're supposed to think it. But I'm in the middle of the wilderness. There's no but one around. The There's a bloke. I'm scared of needles, aren't I? Well, bullets are worse needles, than... But and everyone goes... And... A bullet is like a higher velocity, like... blunter needle, Ash. Would I think twice about... Like that? Would I think twice about having an injection? Like I'm terrified of them. So if my children needed me to have an injection for something, would it cross my mind to not do it, or would I automatically okay. go? I'm going to paint yes, a. I'm going to paint you a vivid picture. You and the boy are walking into downtown South End. You go under an underpass, yes. a, a subway, not the sandwich shop. The thing, mm-hmm. them, them piss stinking tunnels under the roads. In there, a junkie comes at you with a. hypodermic syringe and he says this is full of my AIDS infected blood I'm going to stab it in your boy's face and push that plunger down and infect him with my dirty AIDS would you better jump in and take that needle well I'm saying yes but I don't know no I'm not asking you to say what you I'm asking you mano a mano I know what you're supposed to say because I've said it a million times you would I no, I know the answer. I think I know you well enough to know yeah, the answer. And, yes, I th- yes. and I think you've got the stones to admit it. Would you step in and take that dirty age plunger to the face? I might pass out. That's the problem. I'm saying, I'm I like saying I don't know Do if I, like I would. Because it, it's, in your, it's in you to pass on your DNA, but I've got two kids. So one of, if it was both of them, I'd have, it's more of a dilemma, isn't it? But one of them, I'm like... Mm. Still, still, <laughs> the bloodline will live on, and I like a beer. I've had a, he needs a kidney, but how much does he need a kidney? That's the problem. I, I, listeners, I'm just asking the listeners. You sitting there think I'm saying this for some some? Well, clearly, probably don't think I'm saying this for some sort of entertainment purposes. I know that none of this appears that way. But really, look inside yourself. You know, you're supposed to say, "I'll take a bullet. I'll do anything. I'll die from." But really think about it. Really, actually think about it. Like the minutiae of the situation where you can... The smells, the sight, like vividly imagine it. it. I don't know if we're wired to do it. It's altruism. Yeah, I think we are. I think, I think we we're are. supposed I to think, I think we, we are. are. 
It's like monogamy. Are we supposed to be monogamous? Like, have you ever done something where you you like catch a kid and you go and bomb them? How do I do that? Like this? No. What? Is that not what you different? No, what? I have never done that. No. What Nothing. You? I don't know what you were saying. It's the... um, when you catch a kid in a big net and it's your child, physically catch them. Um, sometimes something kicks in that uh, you're not aware of. There's like something, just a part of you that goes. Hey, into oh, automatic callback. Pilot. Why did dads throw their kids in the air and catch them? Same reason Marines. <laughs> same reason Marines twiddle their guns around, mate. Because <laughs> dropping your kid is a fear. I think. <laughs> See, I think that's why that is. Oh, hey, just because I think it, right? Just because so, I think. Yeah, hey, but... One second. One second. Just because I think something, don't mean it ain't right. Someone's thought of everything, and why no, can't it be true. me? What thinks of these things? It can be. Thank me. you, Ash. My daughter this week fell over and smashed. You her sent me a picture. Lip. She looked like a Simpsons that... character with that big overbite they've all got. Yeah, she did. Bless her. But that at least has reaffirmed my sort of constant fear of my children dying. That's really drummed that home. And my son dropped a TV on his foot and split his foot open as well, and that needed stitches. But in a, in a, in a way, does it so, not? Is it not a bit like when your child does fall, like your daughter's split her mouth open, but she's fine? You sort of does that not sort of reassure you in a way that they're more robust than you tend to think they are? No, it's made me think about their getting their heads crushed in the road more, about twenty percent more every day. Oh God, I've been yeah, I've been on that one this lately. I've got a particular fantasy that I just keep thinking about. It's the most upsetting thing I've ever created in my mind, and I can't stop just. Don't tell me, actually. You mentioned it last I week. I know I did, but I've been... And I know that if it's if it's yours, then it'll be mine, and I don't... No, this, I think I've, I've, had, I've actually added a layer of nuance to this to really upset me. I mean, this is genius. What's wrong with us, then? <sighs> How long have you got? I don't know. Where, where'd you start with that one? I don't know. It's upsetting, though, isn't it? See, I went to this funeral, and uh, the my it was my auntie Vi. She died of COVID. And she died maybe three or four weeks ago, I think. Um, and so since she died, I've obviously just been imagining her dead. And right, I've got, then I've got a confession. That's just like constant, constant. I've what? got a confession. I've just realised something what? I do, which I should never admit to anyone, but I'm going to tell you. Oh, yes, please. Have you ever been at a funeral and sat there and looked at the coffin and started imagining it was someone else in there more upsetting? What do you mean? Have you ever been at a funeral for someone like your auntie Vi and you sit there fantasising <laughs> no, that it's your you son said, in the coffin? I... Oh, no. I'm, but I'm glad you've told me that to do next. Oh, I can't help it. I do it every time. What is wrong with us? For fuck's sake. Well, see, mine, all I can do, and then I can, when they were, I was like, right, well, this, this funeral is going to give me the closure. I understand that word now, closure. Mm. And then when they put her in the ground, all I could think about was, oh, well, now she's in the ground. Even though I know she's not. She's not there. That's just a flesh and All right, I just, you know I mean? just had a thought. I think there should be a new law that when you go to a funeral, the hearse comes around and picks you up, but blindfolds you, and it drives you yeah. off to an undisclosed place, and you'll stand around a hole in the ground, random, in the middle of a field, and then you bury that person... 
and then you put your blindfold back on and you never know, you know they're in a hole in the ground, but you don't know where. I don't like the idea that I know exactly where they are. That upsets me. I think that's worse. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I just want to know totally that they've different. gone Everyone back to the earth. As well. But it's that fact of you know that particular little plot that, that I know, about, oh, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Morbid. I, you know what? You've nailed something there. You've actually nailed something that I hadn't processed. That I totally agree with. I like the nondescript, oh, they're in the ground. I don't want to know the specific little bit of fucking ground. It should ground. just be the person. And then do away with funerals yeah, entirely. Just say, oh, yeah, by the way, that person's been cremated. You can now celebrate their life. We should just chuck them all in the sea because I think this whole... You think about the whole... Why are we waiting? And why have we got a little walled... Why do you wait? A little walled garden where all the dead people are like it's a museum. It's a bit mawkish. Yes, burn them and scatter them on the... Burn them. So they get absorbed into something. Scatter them, chuck them in the fucking sea, mate. Yeah. There should be a tube that goes out to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and then just dissipates everyone in the water. I sort of feel equally pleased of myself and and also upset that I know that next time you're you're going to do that now. But it has given me a little bit of a kick, I've got to be honest. I don't know why. Yeah, but I don't need any more of those things. I don't need them anymore. Hundred percent, you're going to do it. There's no way you can. I'm now now putting a hex on you. Yes, but I don't. And it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. I don't need any. It's like a hammer to the bollocks, mate. Because I sit there looking at that bit of wood. I sit there looking at that shiny little cabinet, that coffin, and I think about it. And I think about it, and all of a sudden, then it hits, and you get to just keep thinking about it until you actually believe it, and it's devastating. But kind of fun. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know. Everyone's going to do it now. I've just put it out there like a yawn. We've got some snob or scum. Go on then. (laughs) Right. So, this is from Tofa on the Discord. Um, What do you call... ah, It's difficult to say. So, it's a, uh, a liquid that is inside a cardboard cube that you poke a straw into the top of. A juice box. Well, I'm trying to. You'd say juice box. No, I wouldn't. I'd say carton of juice. Uh, yeah, I'd say carton. I would just say carton. I think that's the scum. Um, they've got here a beverage box or juice carton. But I think I think carton on its own is probably scum. And a, I'd say juice box is is snob. Here's one. Here's one. Come on, Tarquin. Here's your juice box. Oh, here's one. Here's one. What do you call? A metal receptacle full of haricot beans and tomato sauce. Tin of beans? Scum. I say tin, but I've noticed that posh people say can. <gasps> yeah. I say can of beans. And can of lager. You say snob would say can of lager. Ugh. I say tin of lager. Yeah. Tinnies. Yeah, tinnies? Oh, you just um, can't count Australians as people, can you? Nathaniel has said, what do you call a man's genitalia? A snob would say... Tallywhacker. <laughs> Tallywhacker's in the scum, but I think you're wrong. Is it really? I'd say it's Johnson He's, or something yeah. like that. He's put manhood or penis... <laughs> and scum, dick, cock, schlong, pingus, meat, meters, wang, crank, shaft, hog, tallywhacker, worm, piece, tube, old bill? sausage, you wood, or member. 
Is that a Cockney one? No, yeah, I think it's what Cockney's called it, the old bill, didn't they? Not the police. I don't know, it's a truncheon no. thing, I don't know. That's a truncheon, I think. Hey, do you know why police uh, twirl their truncheons around? Is it so they don't drop no. them? No, so they, no. I don't think they have truncheons so they anymore, do they? Foreign people. Yeah, they can <laughs> Fucking, what's his name? D'Souza. It's a timely reference. Hey, that's a thing. This Brazilian... What's going on with this Brazilian fucking COVID guy that went missing? Oh, I don't know. Oh, they found him now, haven't they? How, how did he go missing? Anyway, we can't get through these. Oh, go on. I can't talk about COVID. Um, someone who uses a bicycle. Cunt. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I can't. You, <laughs> you know, absolutely like got it. Cyclist. So snob is cyclist. Scum is twice. Oh, is it? <laughs> I fucking hate people who ride bikes. Yeah. I really do. I think this is what I'm saying. Everyone should be riding bikes on the pavement. That's my belief. I, don't, walk, I think then? it's mad that you ride a bike on the road. Put the No, it's never happened. I've never been walking down the path and a cyclist has crashed into me and I've never crashed into anyone in all the years I cycled a bike. I feel like Just I... let them on the path and get on I feel them. like I haven't seen enough cycle accidents. I feel like they should happen more. Like you're saying. It's amazing how little they happen. Infrequently, yeah. isn't it? Doesn't happen. Put them on the path. Mm. Absolutely fine. Um, the type of transport that has two wheels and an engine. Well, got a snob would this say a motorcycle. Right? Yep. And a scum would say motorbike. Yep. Yes, well done. Mm. That's a good one, Deluxe Man. Um... And that's the snob or scums. That's the snob or scums. I did, Matt Adlington come up with a really good one this week, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. So that's that, isn't it? Um, I, we have to thank David Blah as well for your kind uh, Kofi donation. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, thanks, David Blah. Thanks, hasn't thanks. I just did. <laughs> I just did. I... <laughs> hey. Why is it? Have you ever thought about this? That how you know when you see a band. Let's think of an old classic band. Let's say, let's say they're still touring. Let's say the Rolling Stones. When yeah. you go and watch them, if they don't play, Satisfaction, Gimme Shelter, Brown Sugar, you'd be pissed off at the end of the gig. Now, obviously, yeah. Well, doesn't Dylan do that all the time? Well, yeah, I I've been listening to him. Today. Oh, I bought a turntable. I've got back into the vinyl, mate. What do you think about that? Turntable snob? Fucking hell, mate. What's, what would you call it? Record player. Well, it's slightly different when you've got separates, isn't it? It's a tur- I bought a turntable that's added to my stereo. <laughs> it's not like I've got... If it was like that entertainment centre thing... Stereo? Hi-fi. Stereo. What do you want to call it? I've got an amp and I've bought a turntable. I bought a turntable and I plugged it into my amp. It's a table that turns. Here, uh, like a lazy Susan, isn't it? Stereo, eh? God. Hi-fi. Hi-fi. Hi-fidelity. So anyway, so if they don't play, basically, if they don't play their classics, you feel shortchanged. Now, obviously, when you're a comedian, if they hear jokes, there are exceptions, like Andrew Dice Clay, where the audience would... Talk, you know, shout his punchlines out along with him. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did, yeah. Fucking cunt. Yeah, I think it was a... Uh... <laughs> um, there's a famous... Uh, not famous. There's a... I think it's Keith Farnan, I think it was, who did a gig on a cruise ship. And when he was halfway through his set, someone shouted out, tell us one we've heard. 
Yeah, that's yeah, because they want to hear. Jo- yeah, but that's not comedy people, is it? That's idiots. No, we both know. Yeah, that. so that's yeah, that's someone who's on a cruise and thinks, oh, oh, th- oh fuck it, fuck, fuck those people. But here was my theory. Now, obviously, if someone came to see Still five grand, yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it now. I wouldn't have done back then, but I would now. I'd do anything if anyone was listening. Within reason, as long as it's safe. I would. So, like, you 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 feel shortchanged if the Stones don't trot out their well-known hits. But with, obviously, with comedy, if they hear a joke they've heard before from you, they feel shortchanged if you do do an older bit. There are exceptions that I've stated. Now, I was thinking about this, ruminating on it, Ash, you could say, and I came to the the, mm. the realization that when you sing along to a song. You're all in unison, and you—that's why you, I went to see. Uh, I, mate, I went to see Blur at the UEA in like 1990, whatever, and they were touring. This is a, they were touring. I went to see them. And they go, "Oh, we're touring. We're touring a new album that I hadn't heard yet, and it was Park Life, and I hated yeah. the gig." Have I told you this before? So yeah. they, I saw them. No, I no, saw no, them performing Park Life. Before the album was out, and I hated it because I wanted "There's No Other Way" and blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? I wanted, yeah. And they didn't play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so when you go to see a band, but that I was just about to say that. What? Well, because like I've seen my favourite bands like that do new music and gone, yeah, this is fine, but I really want to hear that song. But if I'd gone to see Arctic Monkeys, like AM, I think is an absolutely incredible album. But if I'd gone and see Arctic Monkeys after their first album and they played AM in its exactly. entirety I'd have been going what is this shit yeah but this but that was different because that was the album that broke like, sent Blur over the top Park Life yeah so yeah, it was yeah. like the best gig that I, but the worst it was the best gig I never enjoyed put it that way yeah it's crazy isn't it you're going what is this girls and boys yeah shit I actually no thought it was shit Sunday, Sunday. and then like six months later, I was like oh, I wish I could go back and watch that gig again <laughs> but then I was in stadiums then but I was in the UEA mate it's a tiny little venue it was brilliant, sort of, but shit. I saw Henry Rollins there. Anyway, so I went to... Um, oh, Henry Rollins. I used to love him. He's as a comedian. Uh, spoken word. He did stand up. Spoken word. All the same, innit? No. So I went to... Um, I had his album and it, it felt bad that I had his album. It felt like I was doing something I shouldn't. Which one was it? The one with Liar on it, I bet. Cause I'm a liar. Yeah, yeah, but I was, obviously, yeah. I've, I've still got all my Black Flag on vinyl. Damaged, and that, what an album that is. Black Flag damaged. For all the, any of you punkers out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I've got, yeah, so I bought this turntable. Going back. Is he doing that? He's in films as well, isn't he? I think he's still he's doing his spoken word. I heard, him on the, just an old I heard him about two years ago, and he, he sort of did the podcast rounds. He goes travelling a lot, doesn't he? That's what he does. He'll just go to Cambodia for a month on his own. And getting all these, he's like a, he's like mm. Ross Kemp without the film crew. He's getting all these little scrapes. Mm. So anyway, when you go and see a comedian, you don't, you want new material. But when you go see the bands, yeah. you want the old song so you can sing along. You know what's coming. It's unifying. Now I was thinking the difference, which is different, but the big difference between. Music and comedy, and I always I always equate the two because they're the two things that you have gig, the gigs, aren't they? There's not many. Other, it's like you go see a band, yeah. but the difference is in comedy, the laughter is the unison. That's when the people are united. The laughter is the song. The material facilitates that unison, 
Whereas in music, the music is the unison that you get on. Whereas, so ones, uh, like songs and that are like, that, that is the framework on which the unison and the unity is, is hung. But in comedy, it's like you have to do this trick to make the unison happen in the moment. Yeah, I've no idea why I've, yeah. that, I don't know what that means. Or if it is interesting. But that's what's something that I've thought about. Yeah, it's like a piece of art, isn't it? It is strange. It's a weird art form comedy. Because if you... Like, I would go and look at Salvador Dali paintings again and again. Because I find them interesting. And I look at the same one and go, Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, look at that. And I've looked at it a hundred times. Well, comedy but cannot be art. Comedy, you only... No. Because it's like not. pornography can't be art. And it's like a chair. A chair can't be art or a chair cannot be art as as long as it's a chair if it's reappropriated like Deschamps urinal and fountain or laid on its side doesn't yeah. matter if it's put in an art gallery and is no longer to be sat on so therefore ceases to be a functional chair then it can be art but pornography can't be art because it has a sole purpose it's to, it's to arouse you so it cannot be art because it has a purpose. And comedy is to make you laugh, so that cannot be art. There can be artistic flourishes in it, but it can never actually be art. Art is its own thing. What makes art art is it is nothing else. So can music not be art? No. Then? No. Not art. It could be artistic. And you could be art- you can be artistic in your design, you could be artistic in and they're called artists. But it's not art. Art is just art. If it Actually, music, that actually, actually, uncle. actually, music, you got me. No, music can be art. Music can be, because it doesn't have... I mean, dance music can't be. Dance music can't be art, because it's got a purpose to make you dance. Be, do you know what I mean? Do you see what I'm saying? If it's got... If there's a tangible... A bad love song, isn't that meant to make emotions? I think that's a stretch. You know what I'm saying. Basically, what... Maybe art doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Art is a concept. Art is a framework. Art yeah. is a context. What isn't a concept? Well, this is the thing. Deschamps took a took a, a urinal off the wall and laid it on his back and said and called it fountain and it became art. People were just looking at urinal, but if you look deep, you go, oh no, it's not a urinal anymore. It's been reappropriated. No, did he sign it as well? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? But the point is, I think he... comedy can't be art because it. if it has to make you laugh, it's got a purpose. Yeah. And then if it has a purpose other than... If to I just... had the money, I'd buy that for you. Would you really? All right, money, no object. Yeah. Do you know what I'd buy you? Go on. Hmm. Diet book? Paul McKenna? <laughs> Six sessions no, with Paul I McKenna. Think I, think. I mean, I'd eat... I mean, I'd, Liposuction? I'd, if I had money, was no object. I'd probably buy... Rice you. cakes? I'd probably buy you a, a signed canoe shirt. I mean, that'd be nice. I'd like that. No, I don't know. I think I'd probably get you... I was trying to think of a really obscure player. Canoe. But I thought that was obscure. It's got a go I love. Yeah. Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Churu. Who needs a Nelka when we've got yeah. Canoe? That that chant hasn't stood up well, has it? <laughs> that was what they were singing at the time, I remember. Well, there's a... You know, there's a much worse song about him, which is completely unacceptable. He's got a big old donger in it. Um... No, because he had a heart problem where he had a hole in his heart right. and they had to have an operation to seal his heart up. 
So they sang a song that went, he's big, he's black, he's had a heart attack. It's Canu, it's Canu. What, the Spurs fans sung that? Your own fans sung that? No. Yeah. Oh, Christ. I don't know how you dig out rugby fans. Uh, It really is awful culture. I don't. When do I dig out rugby? Oh, I told you about that time I stuffed a baked potato up someone's ass, and you got all snooty about it. <laughs> You've got to get the baking level just oh, no, he right. Was, there was that. blisters. It's there squidgy, was blisters. There in. was. It was hot. I took it out of foil, though. I'm not a monster. Oh, that old joke. But um, you're not a monster. No, I'm not. Mate. A monster. But, but, but monsters. Well, I don't know. Monsters Inc. What's that? You know, baked potato, I call it jacket potato, you call it baked potato, you're a snob though, aren't you? But I um, I think... They've died a they death, haven't the they? food with the biggest... Dis- what? They used to, I don't think they're as popular as they were. You don't see them geezers in the streets so much, do you? With the little oven in the street. Well, that's true. I think it was a I 90s phenomenon, that. wasn't well, it? They I were everywhere. There's the biggest disparity between a food stuff. Because you can go and say, oh, I'll have a jacket potato, please. And you can get a jacket potato that's as big as your head. Or you can go and get one that's like three fingers big. And it's the same price and it's called the same thing. But it's, one's a meal do and the other one's themselves. a side. What, eat a potato? Uh, just uh, dig, a thing, dig a thing out of the mud and then just put it in the... <laughs> dig a little thing out of the mud that looks like a fucking bollock. And just put it in the oven and then not eat it. I love it. a jacket potato. It's not even cooking, is it? I love a... That's the sort of thing I fucking... No, I do love a jacket you're potato. You're an absolute... You've got the palate of a moron. You're a philistine. It, honestly, that is yeah. the sort of thing a fucking twat would eat. <laughs> I can't say it. I don't know how to say it any clearer than that. Uh, uh... It's the most perfunctory meal. It's the most perfunctory meal ever. It is just basic. Love no. Well, mate, I have beans on toast. I'd have beans on toast four times a day if I could. Fucking heathen. That is so rank. I don't even like eating beans. It reminds me of being a poor child. Yeah. Everything had fucking beans. You had beans, did you growing up? Jesus Christ. No, they weren't actually beans. No, I did have beans growing up. We had to make, we had to get, we had to get peas and cover them in tomato sauce, and we pretended that peas. Oh man, would have we? I'd have killed for a pea. <laughs> no, we used to have spaghetti hoops more than beans. That was a weird thing. I loved spaghetti. It's shit now. Well, you used to have like you'd have spam chips and spaghetti. It's like that's chips and spaghetti the same. Food so that was group. dinner. Yeah, that that'd be like once a yeah three things. I like spam. Dinner was often three things put on a plate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd sometimes have gammon, and it was like a piece of gammon that was the size of the plate yeah. with a bit of pineapple yeah. put on top of it. <laughs> and that was dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was dinner. That's the Hawaiian pizza, sort of, but not. I like fried egg but on my gammon. Made of just a flank. Gammon's not very. Gammon's not as nice as I ham. Like... It's got a squeaky and it's like it's too firm. I don't like it. Gammon's disgusting. It is disgusting. And now it's. Obvi- I would have been like obviously between. What are you saying? I'd been very young when I was eating that shit. Yeah, I know, because you went vegetarian at seven. Yeah. Was it seven? Oh, did you ever have TV dinners with the uh, the beef in the yeah, gravy? Yeah, I did. It was yeah, just yeah. like, all in... you could have chewed that all day long and it weren't going anywhere. Yeah. That's good, though. That's like a little beefy uh, 
What about moose? Yeah, Do you moose. Remember moose. You used to get instead of a yogurt, you'd have a moose. A uh, butterscotch angel delight was a king on a Sunday. Oh man, you were. Oh, that was. My, oh, I used to God wiggle my toes when I was eating that. I hated. <laughs> that's a good expression. I hated uh, rice pudding, but we would have rice pudding a lot because I think it was just rice with milk in it. And my mum somehow would sometimes write our names in it. So although I hated the taste, sometimes it would say Ash in jam on the rice pudding. What's your brother's name? I don't know how she did it. Um, ah, I couldn't think of anything any good. I was going to say, you depends on how many letters are in your name. You didn't get much jam. Just as well, Tubby. Well, Ash. And he got gel, J-E-L. All right. Gel? Yeah, J-E-L. That's short for Jeremy. In where? Essex. Gel? <laughs> yeah. Is that where gel, where gel comes from? What would you call Jeremy? Jez. What would you call Jer? Jez. Oh, no, he didn't like that. He didn't like Jez. Well, that's why I'd have called him like it. Jez. More so. I'd have really hammered it home. Um, Yeah, he didn't. He, didn't. he was a bit much, much, much bigger than me. So gel? I didn't really call him too many things. I've heard gel. of Gal for Gary. Gel. It's like... Gaza. Del for Derek. So what's his name? Jeremy. Yeah, maybe there is something. Maybe yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. They, they're saying that when it's an R, it becomes an L. Like Del for Derek, Gal for Gary, and Gel for Jeremy. I stand corrected. You're probably right. Oh, dear. Um, I've got friends who have got nicknames, but one of my friends, uh, is, we call him Spud, and we've always called him Spud. Or Spid. That's what we called the bloke I shoved the potato up his name. <laughs> I didn't know his actual name till he was about 21. And I'd known him since I was 10. What? I just never bothered to ask. Hang on, drum roll. And then someone called him James. What was it? James. <laughs> I, uh, do you remember Spud from Biker Grove? That little ginger pig. Biker Grove? Mum? Yeah. Do you remember? Was, it, was it Spud or Spoggy? <laughs> Spoggy, that's right. Oh, I wish I were dead. I remember, I remember like this. <laughs> she was all upset about how ugly she was. And it just made me laugh back then. Yeah. And she was there was some old woman in it with massive tits. And she was going, oh, I'm so ugly. I wish I were dead. And then this old George was like, yeah, pet, you mustn't say that. Just saying I remember. But didn't say she wasn't ugly. No, she just said you mustn't say that. We all think it. But some things are best left unsaid. <laughs> Imagine not going. No, no, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful in your own way. Why, <laughs> You're beautiful in your own way. Did I have I, I told you about my recent delve into the old bullseyes? I can't remember if I've mentioned it. Yeah, you uh, have. And there's a murderer in one of them. I don't know about that. I'm talking about a bloke. I've told you about the disfigured face guy then. Go on, tell me again. He was, he was a contestant and he had like a mashed up face. Like, I don't know if he's born like it or had an accident. It was bad. Edvard Munch-like. And he goes, um, the scream. He goes, uh, all right, what's your name, man? And he's like, what's the, it's uh, Paul. Um, I'm from Didsbury. And he's like, all right, Paul. Hey, what do you do, Paul? Well, I work in an accountant firm and I've been working there about three years. Like, oh, okay. All right. Right, come on then. Tell us about your face. Tell us about your face. That's the, the whole thing. It's just 
he wasn't listening to what Tell he was saying. That, he was just having this. He was just having this surface level conversation long enough. When he felt he could just go, so come on, tell. And I watched, I watched that bullseye. He was an awful bully. When he said you can't beat a better bully, I, he was just a horrible person. And there was another guy yeah. who was disabled, and he just kept taking the piss out of him because he was real little and had a squeaky voice and that. And then when he, when they lost, and then the other, then the people that won didn't want to take the gamble. He goes, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has never happened before. Never happened before. He goes, we've, we've gone back to Mark and Dave, and they don't want to come out. He's he refused to come out. He's obviously upset this disabled guy who had the chance to come back out. Because he'd mentioned his face. No, no, that was a different geezer. This bloke was had like a hunchback or something and a oh, little foot. They're not coming back out. <laughs> he goes, I've never seen nothing like it, have you? He was just sat in his chair, I'm not moving. Still ripping him. It's like, they, it was fucking brutal, mate. anything. Imagine now where they would... They wouldn't admit that on a TV show, would they? They'd just bring out the other people. They didn't know what to say. say oh, but then the next the people that come out... You know, it's never happened before. It's never happened before. We've got to go back to, uh, to people that... The, a third place. And he goes, you're going to go for the gamble, good lads. Yeah, that was strange, wasn't it? He wouldn't get out of his chair, would he? He had the right hump. He was giving it all that to the... He was slagging him off with the people that did take the gamble. They should have just said he didn't take the gamble, he's gone home. Yeah, he's <laughs> to go back and look after his bell or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm glad that things have changed. To I'm glad extent. that no one would make a joke like that now. Tell us about your face. Oh, yeah. And, he, uh, and, and yeah, there's one bloke on there, could... I mean, for 80 standards massively fat and I've, you know my theory I look, I look back at if you look back at on YouTube at the roly polies on Les Dawson they're a little bit chubby but at the time they look like these monster fat <laughs> like the, the level of fat yeah, we're yeah, American fat now aren't we average yeah so there was this bloke on there and yeah. by 80s he was fucking huge and first thing he said was like oh I can see you've beat anorexia huh? like just the first thing he said to this bloke these people are on telly. All the whole village would be watching their little pit village. Yeah, but he was a he was a stand up comedian that made that kind of joke. He was he was a cunt, time. mate. He was that's really dark. He, he was really mean. Yeah, and I'm that's coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he told quite an off colour joke to. I was on a radio show with Jim Bowen, and he told off air quite an off colour joke. And I think he was later banned from Talksport for some of the things he'd said. Yeah, he wasn't this. I don't know. He was a strange person to pick to front a game show. Like, he was. But that's what it all was. Mike Reed, him. What up? Lot. They were huge. I watched they, an audience for Mike Reed. They weren't great guys. I watched an audience for Mike Reed. It came on Bravo or whatever. I probably watched it 15 years ago. And I still. My mates went. I still think about it every day. It was unbelievable. My mates were 16 and they went to the Circus Tavern to watch it being filmed. Well, the, the audience is all the famous people, a lot of the famous people. And you got Phil Mitchell in there. Absolutely. The room full of smoke as well. And just like my mates was just saying, entire, everyone smoking. I can't never forget this jo- set up to a joke. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't say the word he said, but I'll tell you what he said without saying it. He went, now I'm not a racialist person, ladies and gentlemen. I have not got a racialist bone in my body. I believe all people are good, all people are sincere, and there's good and bad in the walks of life and everything. But I live next door to this fucking P-word. 
That was his uh, the setup to a joke. <laughs> and it was, I mean, he he used to do this thing where he would quickly do this setup. So we'd go right. Oh yeah, you've done it before on the podcast. You've done it before. Do you remember you did a little extra at the end of a podcast? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I still think about him. I don't know why. It's so. I mean, he had his. I mean, I'll give him this. He was original. I don't know. His style was. Can you do it? Do it. Let's do it because we've got to wrap right, up then. now anyway. But please give me your. You tell Mike me a well-known read. joke and I'll your do it and I'll Mike read it up because I can't think of what to say. Give me the material. Out, 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 out. No, that's a bit. I need like a joke, joke like. Uh, oh, I tell you, what's that? Okay, so you know the one the bloke goes at the butchers. He says, "I bet you can't get those bits of meat off that shelf." And the butcher says, "Oh no, the steaks are too high." That one. Okay, go. For so it. he goes. Full of water in the bushes, he goes to the bushes, the bushes, and there's a big long line, he gets in there, wallop, zoom, 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 he queues up, he queues up, it's raining, he gets inside, he says to the butcher, now look here. <laughs> he says, like he'd do the whole, that was it, and then he'd do the joke. But he, he just to do this weird fast forward through the information. It was weird. But no one's ever done it before. I don't know where he got it from. And he'd be smoking while he did it. Yeah, well, he goes to the bookies, he's under there. There's a nun. She used to be a nun. She ought to be a nun. Everything's a nun. Girl, she was a nun. She grew up 70, 78, 80, 90. She was a nun. She does her exams. She's passed a lot. She's a nun. Now she gets stationed at the Vatican. Pope's there. Pope's got that one. Pope comes in. Yeah. Pope says, Ella, what's all this in? It's really... like that. I don't know what he's doing. It's a really, really, really good impression. It's not an impression. It's this, I'm, 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 I'm channeling his essence. It's a caricature. Yeah, I'm channeling his essence. Yeah, yeah, it's more of that. You know, but it is a very... I but I'll say this. Hey, he was unique. Because a joke is set up punchline in them days. <laughs> and he used to rattle through the setup and, and he, then he dis- make a meal out of punchline. But just... <laughs> but there's all good and bad in the walks of life. That's our punchline. This is it, Ash. There's, all, there's good and bad in the walks of life. I ain't got a roachless bone in my body. I really don't have it. And I believe that there's good and bad in all people. Why people can be bad. Good people. So we're all one under God's sun. But I live next door to this fucking P word. I mean, that is Mike Reed in a nutshell. And and Phil Mitchell's pissing himself, even redder than on the show. He looks like he's going to burst. <laughs> He's like a tangy Tom. Letitia Dean's there. <laughs> Letitia Dean's there. You know, the usual Marty Kane. I don't know. Linda Lusardi and her husband. All these sorts of people. <laughs> they're all dropping a bollock, mate. Sam Fox. Sam Fox. Yeah, what is that? That bloke of Hello, Hello was probably there with a bit of wood in his head. I don't know. I see uh, at Edmunds. There he is. I see the pretty star. But yeah, it was. I don't know why it just real stayed with me. This Mike Reed, an audience with it was the worst thing I've ever seen. But I, I, it was like looking at a car crash. I couldn't stop. Well, we do have to stop. Oh yeah, so, why not? Thank you, listener. You've been too kind. Not kind Thanks enough. You type fucks on Patreon. <laughs> if you want to. Get an extra podcast, an extra video podcast. Go over to Patreon, sign up. We'll be grateful, is what we'll be. Hmm. As a collective unit, we'll be grateful. As a collective unit, we'll be grateful. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, as a collective unit. Right, cheers, Justin. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.